0: Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos. And once again, we're joined by Lynette Zhang from ITM Trading, a brilliant mind and someone who's predicted everything that's happening right now. So pay attention. You guys know who she is, and she doesn't really need much introduction. Uh, In my opinion, once again, she is one of the foremost experts uh, when it comes to the gold-silver market in the financial market today because most of them are in the system. They're in the paradigm Mm -hmm. of, like, sell you things. you know, CDs, stocks, bonds, all of that stuff. They're not telling you the truth about sound money and very few people are. So they go right to the top of the list. Welcome back, Lynette.
1: Oh, I'm happy to be here, Justin. Thank you for those very kind words. I'll do my best to live up to them.
0: <laughs> you, well, you always astound people. I, I think I saw you recently do something where you were comparing like how much you had different dollar sizes and different gold sizes or something in front of you and you were doing a comparison. I think I didn't get a chance to watch it, but you're always doing something that that clearly shows people the, the exact situation that we're in financially at the moment and what's coming, I think. Uh, and you do it in a way that, yes. that I, can't, I can't equal. I mean, you're very articulate about this. So, um, you know, in, in that spirit, um, tell people what's happening. Tell people what is going on with the government, uh, governments of the world right now, uh, the, 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 the inflation, the financial system crashing all of these banks going under um, 70, I think, plus major bankruptcies in this uh, last year. Uh, The floor is all yours.
1: Well, thank you so much. And really what we're seeing is that the system is falling apart. I mean, we're at the end of its life cycle. And yes, you know, really accurate to say that the issues around the banking system are huge. And we just saw over the weekend that JP Morgan Made a deal with the government, brokered this deal to take over First Republic because the FDIC didn't want to make it obvious that they were paying all of the depositors. So, again, this is a bank that courted very wealthy individuals and very wealthy corporations. And, you know, watching them get bailed in makes everybody kind of question what's going on. But beyond that, and probably even, I mean, all we're seeing is the tip of the iceberg is really what's happening in the foundation of the global system, which is the treasury market. And how, I mean, we've now got bets that the treasury is going to default on making payments as early as June 1st. But this has been starting. This didn't just start. I mean, it's just becoming obvious now. So, you know, they, I mean, they handed the treasury market over to traders in 2013, you can see it. And what do traders care about? They don't care about stability. They like the volatility. They just care about making some of this Fiat garbage that has virtually no value yet. So really what's happening, is that the system is really it's falling apart and we've got the transition on the interest rate benchmarks that are coming up there's so many things that are coming up but i like to use my little sterling silver chopstick for to show you what's really happening because these are interest rates these are current market value right so the government held central banks i should say held interest rates at zero for 15 years. So all of these banks were buying treasuries at zero interest, right? Setting up mortgages at very low interest rates and taking on other debt contracts, again, at really low interest rates. Well, since the central banks don't understand inflation and they admit that, right? All of this money printing got away from them. The inflation went in And so they're raising rates to dampen demand and create unemployment. So the higher they raise the rates, what happens to the principal value of all of those assets that all of these banks and corporations are holding? They're not worth that much. And so we're watching in this age of technology where you don't have to go to the bank to pull your money out, you can push a button and pull your money out. And so we have bank run after bank run after bank run. And as these people are pulling their money out to re because we live in an, in a zero reserve environment, thank you, federal reserve. Nope. Banks don't have to hold any reserves. And so they're having to sell these assets at a steep loss. Well, then that makes it obvious for everybody. So the banks went in the big 11 of the biggest banks went in to bail first republic out in mid-march and gave them 30 billion dollars worth of unsecured deposits you know i couldn't find out from where those banks pulled that 30 billion are they excess deposits that you have made are they from their trading revenues i mean they're not holding reserves so where is that money coming from who knows But if the FDIC had gone in and taken over First Republic and then were forced to sell off the assets, that $30 billion that those big banks just took in or just deposited into First Republic potentially would have gotten bailed in or would have gotten bailed out, which would have even been worse as far as uh, the public seeing that who's getting bailed out again. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure they wanted the banks to pay above market, right? To bail out First Republic. I'm pretty sure if the assets are here, that chase bottom at that level, not at the current market, right? With all sorts of guarantees. So it's really all about keeping the public unaware of really what is happening because you know, if that's, what's happening to the assets that they're holding on the books like really underwater, Mm -hmm. what's happening to all of those derivative trades on top of all of those interest rates, most of the derivative trades, which are just big fat bets. Anyway, they're leverage bets. We can't see what's happening. We can't see, we can see the CDSs, the, uh, what is that? The uh, collateral CDS, credit default swaps, which are just derivatives against default, credit default swaps. And those are skyrocketing higher than they were in 2008, 2011, 2013 and 14, as the sovereign debt crisis was, was, unfolding in europe i mean they're at nosebleed levels historically so
0: okay. so you you know basically what about <laughs> um from what you're saying there is is they're very much afraid that the average joe person is going to kind of get it and start bank running yes. on all of the banks and they were trying yes. to hide face essentially and make yes. this go away before all of them went down and um You know, I read an article and I don't remember where it was from recently that basically suggested that um, it it had already happened. Like the average person had begun to become aware of inflation and uh, had begun to become aware of even the bank runs. And that happened relatively quickly. I mean, it was right after I think that first bank went under a couple of days later, uh, maybe a week or two later, people were mass running on the banks. So, um, mm-hmm. have you seen anything like that to give you any kind of indication whether everyone is now aware of this and it's, it, the, the impetus is there? The oh. herd has come?
1: I, I don't think the herd has come. I think more people that are aware of it, but I think they papered over that and made sure that everybody, all the depositors, were made whole. And even the, the way that they spun it, um, I know I, because I had somebody say, Well, why haven't you gone to your bug out? yet was actually David Dubine, who I have a lot of respect for. and So he's watching one of them. He said, well, how come you're not at the bug out yet? And it's because the public isn't fully aware yet. They still have some level of confidence in the system and it's hard for them to imagine the whole thing imploding. Yeah. And you know, so no, I, I think they're more aware and high inflation and sticky inflation that's not going away, it erodes that confidence. But I'm not really seeing where the masses—they're more aware, but I don't think they're fully aware yet. I don't think we have the September 2008 quite yet, so but I think we have that soon.
0: We're seeing all these bank runs and all this—all uh, these um, uh, bankruptcies, yeah, five. These banks going under, being seized by the government. The biggest banks in the world, even Credit Suisse. And um, and that yeah. was a whole different situation. Broker deal. Yeah, different situation, but pretty similar, where they're trying to cover it up, uh, just basically save face for the banking system. And the whole thing seems to be like teetering, and it's just on the brink right now. And basically, you're yeah. saying the herd still hasn't even shown up, so it's gonna be it's gonna get crazy when it's grandma and grandpa guess. figure this out, basically.
1: Yeah. Well, I think grandma and grandpa are probably more aware. Than sister and brother. Sure. Right. I think it's, it's because they've, they've seen that before they've had that experience. Sure. But you have a lot of people that have come up since 2008. They don't even remember it. And who are the talking heads on TV? They haven't lived through this. I I am so grateful to be 68 years old and have lived the life that I've lived so that I'm not so naive.
0: Yeah. No, certainly. Um, It was more my, it wasn't a a knock-on experience. It was more me saying my generation's pretty broke. They couldn't affect much uh, if they started to bank run. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah, they can barely even um, get a mortgage for a home, so they can even barely get the debt to buy things at this point, much less do they have assets. Um, oh, yeah. You know, but
1: did you hear about the changes that are taking place in the mortgage yes. market?
0: Yes, they're going to. I
1: mean, come on.
0: <laughs> we we could use your uh, your silver chopstick again to talk about race inequality and how they're going to start trying to tip it uh, <laughs> against one race for another race or for minorities in order to. It's it's basically just uh, an excuse to steal money. Anything that they can hide, well, a cloak in a mask of being for someone's. I mean, none of them, none of that money will make it to them
1: no and and you know beyond that reducing the fees for people with fico scores under 640 which means that that they have trouble paying their bills and to your point millennials but it's not just millennials a lot of people are paycheck to paycheck so to encourage the support of the prices in the real estate market let's let the people that know the least are the least sophisticated start buying the houses at these very high levels so they're reducing the fees for people with low credit scores and they're raising the fees with people with higher credit scores but don't say that they're charging people with higher credit scores more to offset the loss of fees in the lower credit score don't say that that's not really that you just don't really understand why we're doing this yes we do that's exactly what you're doing
0: yeah well so they they Uh, but it's to try
1: and sucker the naive in
0: yeah, and they and they try to, to sell some of these repackaged deals because they know that they're not going to make the payments long term. I mean, these um, exactly. It's like it's one of those fast, almost fast and furious style markets where everything's just getting stolen if it's not nailed down and some of that's getting stolen with the nails. And everybody well, yeah, just
1: because this is
0: scamming people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, because this is the ultimate wealth transfer. This is the this is the end of the cycle. This is your last opportunity to transfer whatever little bit of wealth still remains outside of your power. But that's the point of having gold and silver because that's the way you're holding your purchasing power. You can have that wealth transfer your way.
0: Yeah, sure. I've got to ask that giant, uh, those two giant chocolate looking uh, gold (laughs) coins in the back. They are
1: chocolate.
0: Are they chocolate? (laughs)
1: They are chocolate. Oh, that's cute. Yes, Edgar gave them to me.
0: Okay, I, I remember. <laughs> and I thought, well, they're
1: like, cute. Let's put them right back there.
0: Yeah, they look bigger than I remember. That's great. So, uh, you know, what do you see? I
1: wouldn't mind if those were real gold. You couldn't give yeah. me real gold, Edgar. Come on.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> so, what what do you see coming next? Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of already living in my bug out. I'm growing food. I've got. Uh, I, we were kind of talking about our gardening in the in the background before we started. And, uh, I was, I was sharing with you, I've got like a, a a berry and a butterfly garden basically that I've put together for the kids. They go pick berries every day. They play with the butterflies. They, they have a good time and we're starting to really see some results. We've done 40 or 50 different trees. We've got a lot of them are from cuttings. They were free. Absolutely. Uh, it just took me time. Um, we've been spreading things with, with, uh, cuttings primarily. I mean, we barely even use seeds. To get stuff going we're just spreading things by cutting what's growing and putting it in dirt and it's really pretty simple yeah, a lot
1: you can do <laughs> I, that with a lot of stuff it's really brilliant to do it's amazing
0: yeah. god provides I encourage you yeah. to learn about things like cutting and layering and stuff it's a really uh, effective way and, and food is abundant once you have uh, just some basic skills but we've been having fun exactly. with it. and um I, you know I, I hope people are ready for what's coming I don't I don't see many people having a bug out option I think they're just gonna have to to deal with what's coming and it, it's scary uh it really is i don't i don't i don't fully understand um this new world that they're trying to put us into because it seems to be demonic literally i mean now we're seeing uh you know just as an aside from the economics the cultural issues that we're seeing today oh my god not the same yeah. issues that we were dealing with you know 20 or 30 years ago i mean the grooming of children openly in schools with pornography being inserted in schools um, the stuff that's going on with like some of these uh, entertainment companies injecting pornography and and similar things into children's entertainment, uh, it's getting kind of scary. And this is the kind of stuff that the uh, the system is is pushing these days. As the is all falling apart. It's not just economically; it's culturally. It's it's the trust in the system. That the every institution, it's all falling apart. So, what do you see happening? It next? is.
1: Well, I mean, we are transitioning socially, to your point, socially, economically, and financially. And we're becoming, I mean, with AI, we're becoming less and less necessary. And so, you know, what I see is I see us going back to a feudal system where you have a few big people that own everything and everybody else rents. I'm really happy to hear about your gardens and to your point, you know, Before I had my bug out, I took the (laughs) land around my property. And and as you know, excuse me. But I converted that. I took out the grass and I put in food Mm -hmm. so that I could feed everybody. But then when I saw the rioting, I was fortunate enough to be able to put in a a bug out location buy one. Yeah, sorry. And, dangerous you know, we just put in a whole bunch of we started putting in our orchards. Now we started being able to plant out our geodesic domes now.
0: Very so true. the
1: food part, which is the single biggest issue for people as we go through these transitions, I mean, imagine you being completely dependent on the system for your food. So much of the food out there has no or very little nutritional value. But it does fog your brain. And if your brain is foggy, then you can't think clearly. So it's yeah. the dumbing down and it's the repositioning so that you become a commodity. Just like all the other commodities that yeah. the one percent use.
0: And, and now they're vaccinating That's, the food and now they're talking about trying to, to basically force vax people through the food supply. China just right. successfully uh, vaccinated rats using cow milk. So, I, you know, I, I don't trust the milk. I don't trust the meat. We've stopped eating nope. entirely from uh, those sources. We barely buy anything at this point.
1: Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's but frankly also, the way that it should be.
0: It, it's scary because, you know, how do I travel? Yeah, it is. How do I? How do I, um, (laughs) what do I do if something wipes out my garden? I mean, now it's like I'm bound to my land and and it's a spiritual bond. It's amazing. I would never leave this place if I could help it because it's amazing here. I love it. But then again, like what if they come and burn it down? That's kind of what I think is is potentially going to happen. I I see some scary parallels with the Holodomor and the rise of communism and what's potentially going to happen next. But I don't want to go too full conspiracy. This is an economic video.
1: Right. And, and, you know, and you're also you're, you're out, right? You're not in a city where you are. So I think that buys you a little bit of room. And again, my bug out location here, I am dead in the center of the city, but my bug out location is extremely remote. So yeah, I feel the same way that you do. I go up there and everything is open and I feel like I can breathe and I feel really safe and secure there because it's really hard to get to. It's really hard to get to. They're not going to come and get me because I'm just like one little person. Although, although the community I'm building is for 40 because it takes a community. How hard are you working
0: with you? <laughs> That's amazing. That's cool. Uh... Yeah.
1: It's been really challenging um, in that, you know, I have people that are chosen to be part, you know, of the community, and they all bring with them a certain set of skills. But to get them to pack up a bin of all the things that they like to use, like, I don't know, toilet paper, you might want something to wash your hair with, you might want something to wash your clothes with, things like that, um, that's been really challenging because they don't see it. And to me, and make sure that we're all on the same page, um, they don't really see that necessary because we're not in crisis yet, except you gotta do these things before you do crisis. So what I've found that I'm doing, because if I don't buy toilet paper enough, for everybody then what's going to happen is we're going to run i'm going to run out of it so um i'm i'm fortunate enough that i have the ability and the wherewithal to do it but i'm frankly just stocking up for everybody yeah because otherwise
0: if you don't buy extra now someone that you need to help is not going to get it later and um exactly going to need to rely on each other And it's going to earn you goodwill, even if you give it away. I mean, maybe they'll help you grow some food or maybe they'll help protect your food. Who knows down the road? Well, Um,
1: that's the the orchard is about there is a small town uh, that you would have to go through in order to get to me. And I want them to like me very much. So I'm making sure that the food and the things that I'm doing can translate and I can support the town, too, because then I'm a value to them. Right, have
0: a good reputation with them as well. So, you know, I, I don't want to get too off topic. I mean, what what's going on with the, the gold and silver market? I mean, they've performed pretty well so far. Um, obviously, the fiat currencies are dying and with them, the governments and, and with that, the chaos that we see. But we've also got right. this new system they're trying to push on us as well with the central bank digital currencies that, as you have mentioned many times, have been untested. What has never happened before. They're trying to transition from one fiat to another fiat. That's never happened before. I mean, all of this is is basically unprecedented. The only thing they have going with them uh, is force. They basically have the governments of the world in lockstep, um, as we saw with COVID. So with all of that, obviously, as context, what do you uh, think is going to happen?
1: Well, what I think is really interesting is that governments are having a harder time getting their people to use the CBDCs than they thought they were going to have. And so that actually gives me a certain level of hope. But then we've seen Nigeria that demonetized basically what 95% of their currency to try and force people into the CBDCs because they were not getting but 5% of the population participating in it. And so I think that battle lies ahead and I think it can get really nasty. But what people need to understand is that there are more of us than there are of them. And I think we're gonna see yeah. a global revolution because people are getting tired of being pigeonholed and pushed around and pushed down. And when they get hungry and hopeless, they make choices they would not otherwise make. Yeah. So...
0: I think it's fair to what say we've, that governments have shifted from carrot to stick in a big way. Go ahead, sorry
1: yes I think that is a great way to put it and I think that stick is going to get bigger and bigger but then I think that the public is going to be fighting back with their own stick and I don't want to see anybody you know with the physical altercations here's the thing we vote with our wallets you've made a vote I've made a vote right if I keep if you keep your wealth inside of this fiat money system that is your vote. But if you buy gold and silver, if you go out on a farm and you grow your own food and you make sure that you have clean water to drink and you develop a community, that's your vote. And we need to come together in community to help each other. Because one person, even though I know I'm I'm, I'm not even doing this myself, I may be funding it, but I'm not doing this myself. I couldn't do it. Right. There's not enough time in the day to do it. I have my own little community around me that's actually helping me put all of this together. And I'd say with urgency, with a high level of urgency, number one, decide how you're going to vote and then do it. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Do it because that makes a much bigger statement, not do what I say and not what I do. You know, if you believe what we believe, then you have no other alternative but to prepare for it. And even if you don't have a lot of money, if you get involved with community, maybe you come across somebody else that does, that can provide the food. I mean, don't you need help on your farm?
0: I need help in all ways. I'm on a censored media budget trying to to make it do. I mean, I used to be wealthy and famous, but not after they came after me and destroyed all my businesses and stuff. So now I can barely get a bank account. We have land. We have enough uh, space and, and know-how that we could grow a lot of food for a lot of people. And we're trying to make extra, though. But we're also trying to do a community. I mean, we haven't found, like, our tribe yet necessarily, but we have some space. Um, you know, maybe they're listening right now.
1: Yeah, maybe they are. And or maybe they're in Thrivers. I mean, maybe, they, maybe you just haven't found your tribe because but you need your voice, right? And you bring your voice out and you find them. And I don't know where you are and you don't have to tell me where you are. Maybe you have neighbors around you that you, well, I know you're in Florida, but maybe you you have neighbors around you that can come together and help. But I would say that, you know, for most people finding that community should be a priority.
0: My neighbor is a bear. It needs to be a priority. My neighbor is a bear, literally a bear. (laughs) He, he, he keeps getting in my dumpster going after my baby, baby oh, does diapers. He? Yeah, he, he keeps dumpster oh, diving ew. for baby diapers and he, he strings it out in the road and I have to pick it up. It's so gross. <laughs> I that have a That is bungee totally cords. gross it is. Why would a bear do that anyway? He must be hungry, I don't know. Um,
1: well, you know what we're, you know what we're planning on doing, which is to go you know go out and create more wild, berries, right? So we've got blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, all, all the berries, but we're going to like go out to areas where we're putting in ponds that are away from where we are. Right. Right. And create that kind of environment for the animals. So, and maybe you should think about this so that they don't have to come in as close. Yeah. Because we have bears, but we also have dogs and the dogs have taken care of the bears.
0: Yeah, we they have three dogs. They just don't
1: come as close as they used to be.
0: Yeah, they, they we 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 haven't seen him like come on the property. The dogs do a good job of keeping everything except you know, possums and raccoons back. They they sometimes sneak on. Uh, I have one dog that's trained to chase hawks. He just chases hawks all day. He, it's the coolest wow. dog I've ever known. He's a, he's a smart little guy. He's uh, he's kind of hurt right now, but he, he just looks up and starts chasing them. It's great. They don't bother the chickens. Um
1: Oh. What a good idea.
0: Yeah. Oh. And, you know, there's there's some things like hanging CDs up and there's a, a little thing called a night guard that blinks red lights. We do all of mm-hmm. that, obviously. And uh, we put up some trees and obstacles so hawks can't just swing in and swoop in and get them and stuff. It's a pretty cool setup that we've got here, but it's Florida. You know, my big fear is that you know, I'm only 20, 30 minutes from a city at best anywhere in the state. And of course, um, they're chemtrailing the heck out of us here. It's 15 yeah. minutes a day sometimes. And it's rough.
1: That, that is really rough. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of yeah. like it where I definitely like it where I am because I am not near a city yeah. at all.
0: I would love to go. Not there. at all. We're going to have to talk because uh, if I have a fallback plan, maybe you can be my bug out. Um,
1: well, you bring with are... you a lot of skills, so I, I would not say no. Right. Yeah. I have I think I have. We. I was just talking to Jacqueline about it yesterday. So it's time to review the list and the skill sets and, you know, and just kind of
0: wait till you see my make garden sure of where video. we are. Yeah. I'm going to do a garden tour video and introduce people to my garden. And and you'll definitely want me then. Um, but you know, it's Florida. So the chaos is kind of wild. Um, if things get bad here, it's going to be very close. Uh, it's already kind of a battleground state. And for, and by the way, for those who think chemtrails are conspiracy Mm. theory, there's clips of CIA director Brennan talking about it. I mean, it's not like it's really a conspiracy theory anymore. So I know some people will say that's not real, but you've always got someone, um, but I'm full conspiracy all the time. I mean, it's just, how can you be, if you're not, unless you're lying to people you have to go into conspiracies every once in a while to explain what's happening
1: well the interesting thing that because i never really use conspiracy theory because it's everything is hiding in plain sight so you know you can read that it is so you read the documents and what people used to think of as conspiracy oh goodness gracious no that's real yeah so a lot you know so a lot of it really that information and the truth is there they just know nobody goes bothers to do their due diligence and read it so why not say it right why not say it's incredible the things that they say they say things like yes we need to create distance between our policy and how it's delivered to the public because they don't want pushback right so they position it so that retailers or someone else delivers it so then you just think Oh well, that's the store, but it's not. That's the central bank or that's the government. So and they admit it. They admit it in almost every document that I've ever read from them. They, they make do. that statement. Yeah. They do. It's crazy.
0: And and I, you know, I make the same point. It's more obvious than pe- and blatant in many cases than people will say. And then they just don't want to believe it in many cases. I think a lot of people have right. woken up to that. Um so I, I actually missed it. And one more of my and points. more. And I wanted to, before we, before I let you go, I know you have things to do. Okay. Um, one of the major points I wanted to address wasn't so much, you know, we kind of talked about has average Joe woken up and started to buy gold or silver that hasn't mm-hmm. quite happened yet. Some of them are, what about the wealthy Some of investor them guys? What about the, you know, the, the people who got rich on cryptocurrencies? What about like the, the billionaires of the world? And I want to, I want to contextualize this. I know that you know this, but you know, usually when you have sort of a run on gold and silver, in the past, there are a lot less rich people and a lot less, you know, currency chasing that uh, larger pool of metal. Now you have a lot of currency, more millionaires and billionaires than ever before. The price of silver has barely gone up, and it's—I right. think it's a what—a one trillion dollar uh, total industry. I mean, it's not much; it's a very tiny market in silver. So if they started to chase it, I mean, if if these sharks began to chase this minnow, what could possibly—I mean, what do you think is going to happen? and it, and well, it is that so
1: that's, a, that's a that's a great point. Number one, we are going just to the 1% those millionaires and billionaires if you look at the physical only market. So the very rare collectible gold coin market. This is not that. This is more definitely a lot more common. But what you see is that the premiums and what they're paying for this stuff is higher than it has ever ever been. And it's really in an upward trajectory like that. Okay. Now at the lower level in the physical only world. So the premiums we are, we are still seeing them at the, at near, not the very lowest level of premium, but still pretty low level of premium. So there's definitely more people that are buying. It's commanding that premium. However, to your point, it's maybe the phys, the, the gold market is maybe one percent of the financial assets market, but it's also traded. It is the second most liquid asset in those markets. The only thing that gets traded more than gold is the S and P five hundred. Interesting. So it's more than the treasury market. More isn't that interesting? Yeah, I did not know I that. Just before. did a thing That's on that today. It. Yeah. Exactly, so to your point, when that picks up, because it will, what does that mean in terms of fiat money pricing because that's the way that people look at it? You know, the sky is really the limit, but are we even marginally near its true fundamental value? No, because as heavily as that's traded, what is mostly traded are the digital contracts. Mm -hmm. is the spot market, not the physical market. But the spot market can move the physical market. When that moves up, it attracts more attention. So the reality is, is right now, whatever you're buying, gold and silver, you're buying it so far beneath its true value and the potential. And really its purpose is to hold your wealth steady so that you have real wealth to convert into those other assets when they're no longer at nosebleed levels, when they are undervalued. And we see who and what is going to survive this mess because the system, it was a problem with leverage in 2008 and the system died, but that's only gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. It was never repaired. They don't change behavior. They change how they account for that behavior. And so when we're, we'll go full circle. So as we're seeing these banks go under, there are many more banks to come going under. The whole system is going to go under. It has to. There's no purchasing power left, and the central banks are absolutely out of tools. The only thing they can do is misdirect you and, and you know, and just print more money,
0: <laughs> right? That
1: that's the only thing that they can do. <laughs> and what does that do to the money that's already out there? It yeah. makes it worth less, but not this. So this is my vote. Plus the food, water, energy, security, barterability, because any talent you have, that's where you're talking about coming to the bug out. Heck yeah, because you come with a ton of talent that we need, that we all need. So putting a community together, you know, what skill sets do you have? Maybe it's time if you don't have money, can you bone up and develop some new skill sets? Because that's barterable. That's highly barterable. You know, so there are different things. And gold and silver in any form, this is my sterling silver chopstick, right? Do you think I would have any problem cutting it up into pieces to use if I needed to?
0: Not if, not if no. you had to eat. Um, and, and to that point, I heard something about um, American Eagle silvers are, I think, $40 right now in
1: I think they are.
0: Price. And I, I don't know the spot price of silver i, I haven't looked at it lately because i have a- well, like 25
1: and change something yeah. like that
0: the, the markup has oh my gosh it's growing so fast um
1: that's because yeah. of demand exceeds supply yeah. they can make as much paper gold and digital gold and silver as they want that's nothing and it doesn't cost anything but there is a finite amount finite amount so that's what you accumulate. And at some point when all confidence is lost so when the public really gets what's happening that's when they will bring in the gold mm-hmm. and do those overnight resets of the currency like we see over and over and over again we've seen it historically but we're also seeing it currently in yeah. in a bunch of different countries
0: yeah i know so you. yeah well Lynette, thank you so much for your time. Um, Lynette Zhang, ITM Trading. I'm going to give you any kind of closing thoughts that you want. And please share anything you're working on, like your Thrivers community website. Um, just, yes. I, I hope everyone will check out your work. I hope everyone... Actually, uh, I forgot to even mention, we're working with ITM Trading now. It's our gold sponsor. So obviously, I forget to plug all the time. Oh, buy great. their gold, buy their silver. It's real <laughs> and you can trust them and it supports this show. Um, you can buy gold and silver anywhere, but why not support the truth at the same time? Lynette, thank you again. Closing thoughts.
1: Well, first of all, if you're procrastinating, stop procrastinating, because that does not serve you well. And understand that you do vote with your wallet and your purse. We have a strategy and we execute that strategy, and it's just based upon repeatable patterns. So it's really easy to understand. And my work on ITM's uh, YouTube channel is about helping you recognize those repeatable patterns and understand translating that financial noise. But to your also point, we have beyond gold and silver, which discusses all the parts of the mantra and we try and meet you wherever you are. So if this is something new to you, gardening is new to you. Okay. We've got the basics. If you're advanced. Okay. We've got people with talent that are, that are advanced. Um, but come in and help us create this community because I find the biggest challenge for a lot of people is that they feel alone and isolated, but you're not alone. And the other thing that I'm noticing, we, we opened Thrivers uh, roughly a month ago, so you can find it in uh, the Thrivers community or thriverscommunity.com. And what's so gratifying is that people are coming together and helping each other and posting pictures of what they're doing and talking about it and saying, hey, I live in North Dakota, where are you? So there are even local groups where you can get like actual one on one time that are starting to form there. So um, I'm really excited about it and come and check it out. But uh, because we are all here to be of service, that is that is our function in this world. We should all be here to share the gifts that we've been given and to make the world a better place for ourselves. But, you know, for me, I'm a lot older than you are for my children, for my grandchildren, for my great grandchildren. Because if you leave it up to those that are in power, they will have no choices and they will have no freedom. None of nobody will have freedom except for the people at the top. That's not okay with me. So kind of like, let's have a revolution. Why not?
0: Yeah, we well, we just bankrupted Bed Bath and Beyond. We can bankrupt the government too. Why not?
1: Thank yes, you, we Lynette. can. We can. Vote with your vote with your wallets.
0: That's how it works. And that's the end result too. I mean, when people figure out silver, they go bankrupt. It's always been that way. Thank you again, Lynette. Um, folks, check out ITM Trading, Uh, if you want to support us again, nemosnewsnetwork.com slash gold will take you directly to their website through our link so that we uh, are basically supported by your commission, by your purchases, by whatever. I don't know all the details actually, but it's a good company. That's what matters. And you can trust them just like I do. So we'll see you guys on the next one. And uh, enjoy, share, spread the word before it's illegal. That's coming soon too. Mm.